Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, today we start um, a new book. It's the book of 1 Kings, of course, uh, followed immediately by 2 Kings. Between them, 47 chapters that record the kings of Israel. And so, of course, they um, uh, begin with King David, the time of King David, and they move through uh, the time of the fall of Jerusalem to Nebuchadnezzar. And so all of Israel's kings are used to teach us great spiritual lessons. The author of the book is unknown, or the author of the two books is unknown, but it's generally believed to have been compiled by Jeremiah. In other words, the records were kept along and along uh, through Israel's history, and then the compilation, probably if done by Jeremiah, would have fallen sometime around 550 B.C. after the fall of Jerusalem itself. And so the period that's covered time-wise is from 960 or 970 B.C. to around 560 B.C. And the original recipients, interestingly enough, are probably the outcast of Israel that have been taken into captivity under Babylon. And so it was the original recipients, of course, were the Jews, but specifically the Jews who had been besieged and ultimately their their nation destroyed by the Babylonian Empire. And so the intent of First and Second Kings, of course, is informative. It's a historical narrative, as I mentioned, but it's much more than that. It's to remind Israel of where they came from. And for us, friends, it's to remind us of this part of our spiritual history that because we've been adopted into the family of Israel through Christ, this is part of our history as well. And so today, let's begin with 1 Kings chapter 1. When King David was very old, he could not keep warm, even when they put covers over him. So his attendants said to him, Let us look for a young virgin to serve the king and take care of him. She can lie beside him so that our Lord the king may keep warm. Then they searched throughout Israel for a beautiful young woman, and they found Abishag, a Shunammite, and brought her to the king. The woman was very beautiful. She took care of the king and waited on him, but the king had no sexual relations with her. Now Adonijah, whose mother was Haggith, put himself forward and said, I will be king. So he got chariots and horses ready with 50 men to run ahead of him. His father had never rebuked him by saying, Why do you behave as you do? He was also very handsome and was born next after Absalom. Adonijah conferred with Joab, son of Zeruiah, and with Abiathar, the priest, and they gave him their support. But Zadok, the priest, Benaniah, son of Jehuiada, and Nathan, the prophet, Shimei and Re and David's special guard did not join Adonijah. Adonijah then sacrificed sheep, cattle, and fatted calves at the stone of Zoleth near Enrogel. He invited all of his brothers, the king's sons, and all of the royal officials of Judah. But he did not invite Nathan the prophet, or Benaniah, or the special guard, or his brother Solomon. Then Nathan asked Bathsheba, Solomon's mother, Have you not heard that Adonijah, the son of Haggith, has become king 
and our Lord David knows nothing about it. Now then, let me advise you how you can save your own life and the life of your son Solomon. Go into the king and say to him, My lord the king, did you not swear to me, your servant, surely Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne? Why then has Adonijah become king? While you're still there talking to the king, I will come in and add my word to what you have said. So Bathsheba went to see the aged king in his room, where Abishag the Shunammite was attending him. Bathsheba bowed down low, prostrating herself before the king. What is it you want? the king asked. She said to him, My lord, you swore to me your servant by the Lord your God. Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne. But now Adonijah has become king, and you, my lord the king, do not know about it. He has sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fatted calves, and sheep, and has invited all of the king's sons, Abiathar the priest, and Joab the commander of the army. But he has not invited Solomon your servant. My lord the king, the eyes of all of Israel are on you to learn from you who will sit on the throne of my lord the king after him. Otherwise, as soon as my lord the king is laid to rest with his ancestors, I and my son Solomon will be treated as criminals. While she was still speaking with the king, Nathan the prophet arrived. And the king was told, Nathan the prophet is here. So he went in before the king and bowed with his face to the ground. Nathan said, Have you, my lord the king, declared that Adonijah shall be king after you, and that he will sit on your throne? Today he has gone down and sacrificed great numbers of cattle, fatted calves, and sheep. He has invited all of the king's sons, the commanders of the army, and Abiathar the priest. Right now they are eating and drinking with him and saying, Long live King Adonijah. But me, your servant, and Zadok the priest, and Benaniah, son of Jehuida, and your son Solomon, he did not invite. Is this something my lord the king has done without letting his servants know who should sit on the throne of my lord the king after him? Then King David said, Call in Bathsheba. So she came to the king's presence and stood before him. The king then took an oath. As surely as the Lord lives, who has delivered me out of every trouble, I will surely carry out this very day what I swore to you by the Lord, the God of Israel. Solomon your son shall be king after me, and he will sit on my throne in my place. Then Bathsheba bowed down with her face to the ground, prostrating herself before the king, and said, May my lord King David live forever. King David said, Call in Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaniah son of Jehuida. When they came before the king, he said to them, Take your lord's servants with you, and have Solomon my son mount my own mule, and take him down to Gihon. There have Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet anoint him king over Israel. Blow the trumpet and shout, Long live King Solomon. Then you are to go up with him, and he is to come and sit on my throne and reign in my place. I have appointed him ruler over Israel and Judah. Benanida, son of Jehuida, answered the king, Amen. 
May the Lord, the God of my Lord the King, so declare it. As the Lord was with my Lord the King, so may he be with Solomon to make his throne even greater than the throne of my Lord King David. So Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaniah son of Jehuiada, and the Carathites and the Peleothites went down and had Solomon mount King David's mule, and they escorted him to Gihon. Zadok the priest took the horn of oil from the sacred tent and anointed Solomon. Then they sounded the trumpet, and all of the people shouted, Long live King Solomon! And all of the people went up after him, playing pipes and rejoicing greatly, so that the ground shook with the sound. Adonijah and all of the guests who were with him heard it as they were finishing their feast. On hearing the sound of the trumpet, Joab asked, What is the meaning of all the noise in the city? Even as he was speaking, Jonathan, son of Abiathar, the priest, arrived. Adonijah said, Come in. A worthy man like you must be bringing good news. Not at all, Jonathan answered. Our Lord King David has made Solomon king. The king has sent with him Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, Benaniah son of Jehuida, and the Kerithites and the Peleothites, and they put him on the king's mule. And Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet have anointed him king at Gihon. From there they have gone up cheering, and the city resounds with it. That's the noise you hear. Moreover, Solomon has taken his seat on the royal throne. Also, the royal officials have come to congratulate our Lord King David, saying, May your God make Solomon's name more famous than yours, and his throne greater than yours. And the king bowed down in worship on his bed and said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has allowed my eyes to see a successor on my throne today. At this, all Adonijah's guests arose in alarm and dispersed. But Adonijah, in fear of Solomon, went and took hold of the horns of the altar. Then Solomon was told, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon and is clinging to the horns of the altar. He says, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. Solomon replied, If he shows himself to be worthy, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. But if evil is found in him, he will die. Then King Solomon sent men, and they brought him down from the altar. And Adonijah came and bowed down to King Solomon, and Solomon said, Go to your home. Now, very long chapter after the introduction, but a, but a few remarks. In this chapter, David is um, obviously failing in health. They find a young woman named Abishai the Shunammite. She will become more interesting as we move towards kings, because this woman, although she doesn't have sexual relations with David, is almost like a surrogate wife. And so she has the uh, the nursing duties for David, but much more than that. She's a virgin. Uh, she's beautiful. And um, she's held in high regard as the, the person closest to King David. David's fourth-born son, Adonijah, who was the brother of the late rebellious son of David, stands up and says, I'm going to be the king. And so he puts himself forward as the king, thinking I'm the next next eligible son in the birth order, so therefore I'm claiming the throne. But the Lord had plans, and so Nathan the prophet went and warned Bathsheba 
Uh, Bathsheba, of course, was the mother of Solomon, and uh, she had been told nothing about this. But once she found out, she went into King David and said, didn't you tell me that my son Solomon, our son Solomon, was going to be king? And um, the Lord reminded David, apparently, and David said, yes, indeed, as surely as the Lord lives, he will be the king after me. Solomon will sit on my throne in my place. And so Zadok, the priest, and all of the, the court officials go, and they set Solomon up, and they anoint him as king, sound the trumpet, and Adonijah's friends, meanwhile, back at Adonijah's celebration, word comes that Solomon has taken his seat on the royal throne. And so all of Adonijah's guests are afraid. Uh, they, they flee. They realize, you know, this thing's not going like they thought. And so um, Adonijah is in fear of Solomon, and uh, he goes to hide in the temple. But Solomon um, uh, drags him out of the temple and brings him before him and says, basically, if you don't cause any more trouble, I'm not going to bother you. But if you continue to be rebellious and try to take the throne from me, then there's going to be consequences for you, Adonijah. So an interesting um, chapter, not the least of which because of the succession from um, David to Solomon. And so, Lord, for all of us, whether we are business people or our family people or in ministry like myself, Lord, we need to be on the lookout for your successor, who's, uh, who's next in line to be stood up as the leader. Lord, um, we recognize that whoever we are, whatever we lead, we are for a season. And Lord, there is always another season coming. So Lord, make us aware of who the Solomon is before us. Lord, um, uh, those of us who have been leaders, Lord, help us be willing to relinquish authority when your timing comes. Again, whether in ministry or whether in business or whether in the family dynamics, which also change through the seasons of our life. We ask you these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.